Hey, Julie Davis from Agent Dynamics, and I am very excited uh, to introduce you to someone who is a bit of a legend, um, particularly on the Gold Coast um, in real estate. Um, Tina Nenevic has got the most incredible story of her journey of how she actually came into real estate and um, she's certainly a hero in um, and, and such an advocate for women uh, within our industry. So welcome, Tina. Thank you, Julie. Thank you so very much. It's nice to um, be on um, on your um, um, podcast. And um, I really am flattered and grateful to have the opportunity because, um, yeah, I just never thought that um, the things that I do, it's, you know, it's have can, or could have such a big impact as well. So thank you so very much. Well, I, I think the thing is of what you've actually proven as a woman, as a single mum, as a businesswoman of what can be achieved, um, I think is incredible. And I think it will be so inspirational for so many. Mm. And I think I think it's sometimes a bit of a reminder for us Aussies that we think we've got it hard till they actually see what you've been through. So tell us a little bit, you know, let's go back 20, 20 years industry experience so where was the start of your um, your journey? So tell us about you coming to Australia and and how everything has transpired for you. Yeah. Well, I um, I actually wasn't planning or didn't have any intention or you know um, or wishes to come or leave you know my home back in the day. It just um, obviously the circumstances that were happening around at the time. Um, due to the war, it was a civil war uh, back in Croatia, um, kind of led one thing to another and led me and my husband then um, with uh, my first daughter to actually apply to come to Australia as a refugees. He actually has had his um, uncle and um, cousins, first cousins living here, so they actually supported us and sponsored us to come here, to come here um, which at that time, you know, at my age, you know, I, I kind of saw it more as an adventure rather than, you know, um, I didn't actually realize that it's going to have as big impact as it has, actually. So that's how I actually ended up um, here back in 1994 um, with uh, eight-month-old Helena and uh, my husband. Wow. Yeah, yeah, just to try to escape the war and try to build a life where she can actually have a better life and any of the other kids that we ended up having so um, just wanted to have that opportunity for them that we didn't have, I guess. Mm. And so what led you to real estate? Okay, so the real estate was, um, um, my passion is people and uh, my passion is helping people. Um, real estate-wise, it just um, happened to be the factor that my um, husband was in the building industry and it kind of thought quite... Um, you know, uh, made sense for me to get into the real estate to try to um, juggle the kids and um, having to have the flexibility within the hours in the real estate um, to try to actually have um, um, a career or something, you know, to a, a job to do, I guess. So mm -hmm. that's how I ended up being in the real estate. So it wasn't really the fact that I you know, so, you know, wanted to be a real estate agent or that I had desire to sell houses. It was just the fact that, um, 
you know, it was common sense for us and the family, what we were at that time going through um, to actually enter, um, you know, into real estate because prior to that, uh, we actually had a pizza shop business. Um, that oh, was yeah. yeah, yeah, we were operating that uh, from 1996 till 2001. And um, it was a, definitely hard, food is definitely a hard industry to be in. Um, especially as a you know small business, we ended up selling it in 2001, and after that, I ended ended up being in the real estate, entering the real estate industry, so to speak. Yes. So, so what do you wish that um, you had have known, Tina, before you entered the industry? Yeah. Well, I wish I um, I wish I knew the possibilities. I also wish that, um, that I actually was um, a little bit more, I guess, aware of the industry. Um, I just really went into the industry really blindfolded. My language skills were very basic, you know, to the fact that I, at that time I had, in the company that I've started, I had two other agents uh, making a bet with, um, you know, how long I'm going to be in the mm-hmm. industry because of my, first of all, confidence um, um, and also lack of language um, and, I guess, being able to, I guess, communicate. And real estate is very important, you know, part of real estate is communication. So, um, so, so yes, so I guess I wish that I knew the possibilities of the industry. And I also wish that I was more... Um, I guess you can never be prepared, but at least that I have taken on board mentors um, and um, um, asked for help, um, I guess, at an earlier stage. I, I think my career would have been progressed a lot faster to the level where I am right now rather than the time frame that I am, you know, um, now being 20 years. So I wish I, I probably started that earlier. And I also, when I think about it now, back in the day, I should have thought of the real estate industry as a, as a business, not as a job. My thoughts back then were, it's a job, you know, mm-hmm. you go to, 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 to work, you know, and then you go home. So I wish I actually was more aware of what real estate is all about. Mm-hmm. And so when, when they were placing bets on, you know, how long you would last for. Yeah. Did that, did that make you more determined? I didn't know that at all at that time. I um, found out later when my career actually has taken off. Um, and that's when they said to me that they actually made a bet, you know, $50 who, you know, one thought I'm going to last six months and the other one thought that I'm not even going to last three months. Um, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. And then after uh, literally two years of the within the same company, I literally became one of the top you know earner so so that's when they kind of said to me and laughed and you know and mm-hmm. it is one of those things so I didn't know that until I actually made it sort of speaking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know there's a, a lot of adversity isn't there in terms of um, what you went through so what were some of those I, I guess um, learning opportunities or some people would like to call them failures but learning opportunities um, and what were the lessons that you learned from that? Um, I actually have had a um, lot of um, 
a lot of learning opportunities uh, throughout my career. I have um, experienced, um, and I see them, some people, sometimes people will say, like you say, is a failure or setbacks, but I see them as an opportunity to reset, learn, and then move forward. Um, and I guess my, I mean, the way I always, you know, throughout my career and throughout life, I never go backwards. I always move forwards. Mm -hmm. So um, you kind of analyze what you've learned and, and, and analyze what you can actually change and what you can't change. You just accept it. So um, within my career, I have learned that um, it's very important to have self-belief. It's very important um, to actually not allow other people judgment of you get better of you because I even just to get a job first it was actually very hard because everyone was rejecting me because I was a mother of three and I was a foreigner and I was a European background where I even had one principal telling me I never thought you're going to make it because you were European and we know how European families are and we know how um you know, wife has to sit at home and, you know, look after the kids and look after the house. So, um, so, um, so that's basically, you know, um, the things that you have to hear because I call, and I also, I think it's very important to be a determined. So when my, one of the first interview was um, uh, that principal that actually after three interviews said to me that um, he can't see me succeeding in the real estate um because of that so and that actually really made me more determined to actually have some sort of a career and um something that I can actually prove them that I can actually make it and I also think a lot of the times I think with the industry we actually have setbacks we have people that um um kind of roadblocks for us but I think if we actually give them the energy and give them the attention it takes the focus of us succeeding. I personally really believe that the sex success is the best, um, I guess, um, the best proof for anyone around that doubted you. So, um, so I guess with me is, um, you know, I didn't want to put my energy into, um, you know, trying to prove him that I'm going to make it and trying to prove um, the reasons why I am worthy of his position within his office. I found another office mm -hmm. that actually took me on board and I just did what I was told to do. Mm -hmm. and I made mm -hmm. success in the career. So, yeah. So never... You still never, have a lot of determination. Yes, Tina. definitely. Definitely a lot of determination, yes. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of people um, would have given up. And you also um, have got three beautiful daughters. Yes. Yeah. And you've you've worked and you've educated them. Um, single mum. Yes. You know, inc incredible. You know, um, to, and to have built a business. You was it is two years uh, that you've um, opened your own agency. Yeah, it's been operating now for um, three and a half years. We are oh, three and a half. Gosh. Yeah, I yeah, know. Time flies. Like five I minutes. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I think um, we are. Uh, we I met you at the at the at the you know little shopping center there when I was mm. talking to you about um, going to um, to do it on my own and uh, purchased um, um, uh, other franchise offers and rebranded it and everything. So yeah, it's been 
three and a half years of um, yeah. learnings. And um, yeah, actually, um, now I wish I've done it a while ago, long time ago, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but it is what it is. It's I guess it's all about the timing and um, sometimes um, you just have to do things when it's the right timing for you. Absolutely, absolutely. So tell us, um, what would you think in your real estate career has been your biggest success? Oh, look, my biggest success, and I am actually extremely proud, even though at the time I didn't know uh, what I'm actually getting myself into, um, I guess my nature is... um, Whatever the situation is, um, just deal with it and just go with it uh, and, um, and um, do the best that you can out of it. So um, my, the, uh, the biggest success is in actually creating this office, creating this Gold Coast property sales and rentals, mm-hmm. showing um, other female in the industry that are being doubted, that are being... Uh, for some reason, said they're not going to be succeeded successful because of the either the background or the fact that they have um, there are single moms or all sorts of reasons that they are they can do whatever they want to do if they set their mind onto it. So mm-hmm. um, I think with um, with what I've gone through for the fact that I've you know no language you know um, backing and um, didn't finish school here um, and all sorts of things, you know, to, to get to where I am right now. Yes, it took me 20 years, but I got there, you know, yeah. I got there. Yeah. And you just never know who you're going to inspire. And I was talking to one of my clients um, who we mutually know very well, who's a exceptionally um, successful agent. And she was at an overseas conference with you. And she was sharing with me and has shared many, many times of how inspiring you actually are, yeah. and um, and I look. You're a, you're a you, you know. We had a coffee um, last week, and you to, you you had done in excess of um, eighty five transactions in the last twelve months. So yeah. you know you, you have set yourself up um, with your team. Yeah. You're really working on your strengths, yeah. and, but you're a hard worker. Yeah. yeah, a hard worker. Now another thing that you told me, Tina. Um, when we chatted last week, you said to me, I never watch any TV. Yeah. Like that, that, that is so cool because you're not having to filter out all of the media and everything that is happening in our world, particularly at the minute. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly right. I feel that um, with the media I've learned back home when the war started, I, I actually learned the influences of media onto the people's opinions mm-hmm. so um I've learned through that experience at, at, at my age and, and back then I was literally 21 when I came to Australia so the war started when I was I didn't even finish school over there I my high school I didn't finish I had to finish it in a different country um so that was again something that I get um learned I learned to be determined and learn the resilience and learned to whatever life throws at you just deal with it and just make the best that you can so um so I've learned through that that you actually don't rely on on what's going on around you just rely on yourself and your own resources and yeah it's just um at the moment um yeah we just we're just there to help each other support one another um you know we are in the industry that it gives us whatever we want to achieve is um, and also it gives the opportunity to you can work 
as much or as less as you want to. Um, and you can, I mean, being obviously single mom and juggling the girls and juggling the school and juggling the work, I could organize myself, um, you know, in the morning to drop the kids to school and then go to work, pick them up, be at home with them, have them, um, give them the food and spend an hour, hour and a half with them and then go back to work and then mm-hmm. come back at night time, come back home. So it gave me that opportunity to... Um, to do things and then also when they're in bed go back and finish off of stuff that I didn't have a chance to finish off that didn't needed my um I guess uh phone calls or you know face-to-face interactions so so it can give you so much absolutely and and I'll just stick on this topic for just one minute because it is what what goes in here yeah is relative as to what comes out and when we look at our behavior our thinking, all of that sort of thing. What do you uh, listen, read um, to keep all of that good stuff in here? I um, I listen pod, uh, to podcasts constantly. Um, so um, I do read um, uh, books a lot. And I mainly do the inspirational books. Um, so um, I always try to get something that will um, actually help me to improve myself in serving others, as well as also improve my life. Because, and and you're definitely right, like our thoughts are what we are. So if we have negative thoughts and if we constantly listen to negative stuff around us, or if we are surrounded with negative people, we're gonna become one, you know? So it's very important to be focused and stay, you know, focused and and actually feed your brain with good stuff. So, um, yeah. so I love listening to um, audibles. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've got a lot of really, really good books. And I think you gave me a tip to one. Um, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Which I haven't had a chance to um, read through as yet. But um, um, with reading as well, like I'm not a reader, like one of my daughters loves reading and loves the feel of the books where I, um, if I start your auditory. Reading, Yes, exactly. Yeah. What what advice would you give someone, Tina, coming into the industry now? Um, I definitely would. um, Okay, so if I knew what I back then, what I know now, I would definitely uh, treat this more as a business, um, uh, and um, as an investor. Like I would actually organize myself so that I would have possibly some backup from money on a side so that I can actually invest in this industry because yeah. um, it can give you so much. I would also start taking on mentors a lot earlier. Like I wish I'd met you a long time ago to give me the, the strategy on the team and who fits with my team. I mean, I only met you back when I was in Ray White days. So, um, and I wish I met... Um, um, you know, Sherry Stora and Mark McLeod was actually one of the big things that had a turnover. And I think, I think my brain clicked things differently when I started um, um, emerging elite uh, with him mentoring uh, once a month back in 2007. So, um, so yes, yeah, so I would definitely advise people to actually um, do that if they are um, finance, if they are poor with their finances. There are plenty of good agents out there that all you need to do is just make a phone call to them. They would be more than happy to sit with you mm-hmm. and help you. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I get phone calls constantly and I'm more than happy. I wish I had the opportunity to employ every single person that I believe will be successful, but unfortunately I'm not. But I do have the time. I'm more than happy to give them the time to sit for a coffee, have a phone call conversation Absolutely. with them to mm-hmm. help them to have that head start in the industry. Yes. And I think, you know, that's so important. And, and um, it, it's so important, particularly as women, that we reach out to each other because we, we do want to help each other and we, we have, you know, our community. Yeah. And I, and I think that women, uh, that, that we just learn to be more adaptable and to juggle more. Yes. Yep. You know, purely of the nature of, of, of having, um, having kids and juggling all of that. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I, I personally think the way I always have done, and even like now, I, if I don't have as, let's just say, as busy day, if I don't have as many things to do, I somehow don't end up, I always end up achieving less. But if I push myself to, to achieve more, I seem to achieve a lot more than what I would with, without having, you know, the, the yeah. number tasks you know so so I always and I like I love this I love this job I I and I think I ended up getting into it and I love helping people and I love um, connecting with people and seeing you know their happy faces going from one home to another home or even building their you know investment properties or just just helping them even if they don't end up some buying something for myself just helping them to get to where they want to be um but um definitely is uh very important to have the those mentors in your career and um other than that like what i did uh, i just worked hard i just really really yeah. worked hard and um yes it did took me a little bit longer my career probably would have been a little bit um i would have gone to where i am right now probably quicker if i uh, known that i should invest into the business into marketing mm-hmm. into um yeah, into developing the because it is it's your business. Doesn't matter whether you work for a franchise or for whoever Correct. you want to work for. You, it is this is your business. This is your business. Yeah. And I always had that very same attitude when I was um, in real estate myself. And I was always considered from day one. I was a business within the business. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So who um, t- talked us through just very quickly some people who've had a fairly major impact on your career. Um, well, the, the, I, I have to say, um, uh, my first, well, my first, well, I started real estate in, um, in a small boutique agency where I wasn't given a direction. So, um, I didn't last it there long. So then I moved to, um, to PRD. So I would probably say that, um, I had, um, excellent learnings from principal there, Warren Goodall, um, who I think since then has actually sold the business. He taught me the basics of the industry and it had a really good, basic, solid, um, and, you know, um, learnings from him. Um, then after that, um, I guess would be Mark McLeod that I um, had, mm-hmm. uh, once I got to a certain level, you know, you always, you know, um, you always, when you get to a certain level, you need to find someone else to get you to another level. So, so you always have to have someone to, to yeah. try to help you to, you know, climb the ladder. So that would be Mark McLeod and um, 
as well. It was, um, I wish I just opened up to his way of learning probably a little bit earlier because I think sometimes it's very important to have open mindset. And I think mm-hmm. the, I probably didn't have as open mindset as I am having it right now. So, um, so it was him. And then I ended up meeting Christina Godotti, um, Sherry Stora, um, Michael Shigold, which I am a member of his network um, now. It's absolutely amazing. And I'm finding that the yes. values yes. that I, yeah, you, we both know Michael. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. absolutely an amazing person. So um, yeah. I had the, the pleasure of, I think, four years of working with Michael. And he's certainly a master at what he does. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I'm find I'm realizing now that my values for the business and my values, how I want to treat the clients and how I want to treat the and how I want people to have the experience with us, starting with our staff members to our clients and to our family members and everyone else that gets um, that gets touched by us in one shape or form. I want them to have the same experience and Michael's standards are aligned with my standards so and I'm, I'm quite blessed that I mm-hmm. have actually ended up being part of the network with yeah, it's a great network it's a great network yeah absolutely what would you think um Tina and I, and I know what you're going to say um because we talked about this is what is that one special ingredient that you think that you have or you know that you have that your clients really value you for? Um, I think what it's very important is um, being positive, being open and honest, and um, just being yourself. And also it's very important to trust your gut feeling. So if I'm talking to a client or if I'm talking to whoever I'm talking to, if my gut feeling is that my advice is going against them to let's just say suggest to them to sell the property I'm not going to advise them to sell the property I'm Mm -hmm. going to tell them Mm -hmm. what I really think and what I really feel and I think that's what clients really value with me it is what you see is what you get and I guess could be part of it the fact that I don't have the English vocabulary that I can tell beautiful stories you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) sometimes quite straightforward and even now today sometimes I say things and that I'm thinking, oh, my God, that did not make any sense at all. Um, <laughs> but, and I mean, girls in the office, especially my daughters, they tease me a lot, you know, and I'm kind of used to it now. But it probably makes me who I am um, in that sense. And, um, yeah, I think that's what it is. You just have to be who you are. You have to um, you have to do the best that you think for your clients. You have to put yourself into their shoes and then give them the advice. What would you do? Not what would you do in your shoes, but what would you do from their point of view? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And you've got um, two of your daughters working in the business? Yes, so I've got my youngest one, Maria. She's actually um, um, doing uh, business development and leasing of the uh, property uh, management and rental properties. And then my oldest one, um, Helena, she is um, office manager. So and she does accounts and everything else. So it's it's actually really good that I don't have to worry about that because it is mm-hmm. very daunting and it's very hard to um, be the selling principal, run the office, have the property management, absolutely, yeah. and have all of that. Yeah. So it's um it's definitely not easy. So having them in the business, it actually um it's a great great help for sure. 
and you've got a very you've got three very smart girls um they're in university yeah tell us what tell us um you've got something fairly exciting and important that's going to be happening very soon yes yeah well i've got i'm going to become a grandma hello <laughs> welcome to the club yes yes based on your stories and some other stories that i've heard i actually think i'm going to be very very excited to be a grandma so i'm really I looking so. forward to i think yes. so i think so so just before we finish up i always ask this last question what would be the one thing that most people don't know about you tina um I don't know whether a lot of people know that I actually have come here as a refugee. I don't mm. put it out there. I don't, only few people know how I came. I don't like, um, I don't know. It's just something that I don't think it is. I don't think, I don't know. I think it's, um, it, it obviously definitely our, our past makes us and it's a part of us, but it's not, um, our past shouldn't be, what um what defines us yeah yeah that's exactly right yes yeah so um mm. yeah i yeah i came here as a refugee in back in 1994 in november with helena was eight months old back then um and i was only 21 22 at the time and i just thought back then i'm just gonna come here um settle myself you know um and then i want to go back home but then i actually never ended up wishing to go back home. I only went back home to see the family once. And yes, Croatia is a beautiful country, but I absolutely love living here. I, I love it. It's your home. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's exactly it's right. your home. Well, Tina, it's been an absolute pleasure um, to, and I've taken up probably a bit more time than what we planned to, but it's really, really interesting hearing your story. You're so inspiring. And I'm sure there are going to be people in our community that listen to this and that you will have made an impact on them. So thank you so very, very much. Thank you very much. And I'm forever grateful for your help and your assistance and for bringing me here as well to share my story. So thank you so very much. You're very, very welcome. Thanks, Julie. Bye.